listening to Comedy Central. Hey friends, welcome to the podcast. It's you up, the podcast. Hit of pod, Monday morning is when this is coming out. It's Sunday late afternoon, early evening. I don't know, you can call it either one if you want to. Here in St. Louis, uh, there is a cardinal looking at me. Not a baseball player, although they do live in this neighborhood, but a legit cardinal bird on a branch is like making eyes at me i'm not fucking with you dude i'm just doing a podcast yes there is a house of seed between me and you right now but i don't have a problem with you going up there just get it just go get it animals always think you want to kill them every fucking animal just is on just oh i'm like chill squirrel like i'm not you think what do you think i want to do with you you think you're so cool? I mean, yes, I want to pet literally every animal, even squirrels. Um, so maybe they have something. But I just want to make them feel good. I don't want to, like, I just want to make them come. <laughs> okay, good. That bird is finally on. Oh, it, it can't really balance on the bird feeder. It's so cute. God, I love teenager birds. They're the best. The ones that have, like, too much fluff going on. They're not babies, but this is, like, their first spring. And they're stupid as shit, and they don't know how to work a feeder. Oh, you figured it out? It's dumb cardinal. Um, it's not, it's not, oh, it is baseball season. Never mind, it is the cardinal season. Um, yeah, I'm in St. Louis. I haven't talked to you guys in a week. I took last week off. Um, I just needed, like, some, like, just some me time. Can you imagine if that was why I took last week off? Hilarious. Um, no, I wanted it to be not me time. I felt ridiculous talking last week and maybe you're rolling your eyes or maybe you're nodding along and saying yes we didn't need you I hope you're nodding along because I truly I didn't feel necessary last week and in in, in in a way I don't even feel necessary this week I'm doing this because you know I just I do feel like other I'm jumping on the bandwagon first of all I jumped off the band I, I got on board with everyone else being like we're not going to do anything we're going to go dark and I like I thought that was a good idea because it was exactly how I felt like what should I should be doing do I feel like I should be doing a podcast today I don't know but you know how long do you take off I'm not making money off this it's I, I you know I'm going to say some things that I think will be helpful to the Black Lives Matter movement so I justify it that way but does anyone need to hear what a um a white girl has to say right now no no I really and I'm not like mad about it, it feels really good actually to take a back seat and to um and as a comedian I gotta say like I just think that I have more to say than other people and I I like hearing myself talk and all of those things and uh I I just I felt really good giving that up last week I'm such a hero I hope you guys acknowledge that that I did post a black box on my Instagram so that means that I've done enough no, of course not. I did post the black box. That was like, I don't know if I'm going to be honest about it. Like, I just didn't want to post anything. But then it seemed like everyone was posting the black box. And if you didn't post the black box, then you were not, then you were racist. And so, and then what do you caption in the black box? All of this stuff, by the way, like white people shut up. Like, they, like I had a lot of friends talking to me. And I'm sure white people listening, um, you you also either felt this way or you heard other white people complain about, I don't feel like I'm doing enough. And like this person posted this thing and it's like, everyone needs to like 
move at their own pace and like stop judging me because like I'm sorry I can't post all the time and I can't go like you're feeling threatened that you're not doing enough that whole thing of like you're feeling bad good you should feel bad I've I I feel it but good don't make this about you a lot of my white friends and myself included had the impulse to feel victimized by people posting like you're not doing enough <laughs> but i'm trying or i don't know how all the shut up just shut up i really just feel like um that i, I it, when friends would call me about it i go listen i love you and i know this is coming from a good place but this is just another way to make it about you so just either just take it just admit that you wouldn't feel bad if you were doing enough right so that's how I feel. Am I doing enough? Hell no. Do I plan on doing more? Am I doing more than I did in the last movement? Yes. Um, do I have a lot of growth to do? Yeah. And you know what's a great video that I really recommend watching that really cut to the, the heart of it is a girl um, on Instagram named Kemi Doll. K-E-M-I-D-O-L-L. Just go look at her last post. I have a feeling that it'll still be up. I, I reposted on my Instagram, so it should still be up. Um if it's beneath beneath if it's uh not past 6 p.m on on monday it's still on my instagram um but it's just a video about how talking to white women specifically but i think it just fits with white people but it was just it just fucking didn't feel good to watch man it felt like she was judging and being like disappointed it seemed really disappointed and just like tired I'm like, here, white people, let me explain to you once again. But it really did. It answered all the questions that we all have. It really does. And the 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 toot in it, I loved. Because it made me feel singled out. It made me feel... Uh, what she said that I loved was that this isn't supposed to be comfortable. Nothing about this is supposed to, supposed to be comfortable for us. You know? And, like, I know you, you have all the excuses. I don't want to do that. It's like we are constantly avoiding discomfort and we, we have the privilege to do so now we don't, if you are not doing enough, you do not have the privilege to not feel uncomfortable anymore. That's on you. You, we have it now. Um, and she also said the greatest thing, which I loved, which is like, this is what you, she kind of laid out an action plan for like what you should be doing. You should be posted like the bare minimum post. You should be posting things and you should be, having she I, I paraphrase but um she says people are you're going to have to deal with rude comments and and she maybe she doesn't say rude but she says you're gonna if you post you have to post something risking looking stupid risking getting it wrong risking upsetting someone like me I loved that because she's like I actually even though I'm telling you to post I might not like what you post but I'm telling you you should be doing it it's I loved that it just um it's very poetic what she says it's like a four minute video truly the least you can do is watch it um and I had a couple friends watch it because I posted the other day and they also shared that sentiment so you know that's last week was like it was a dark week for on the show because I um I just didn't have anything to say and I truly don't even know that I have stuff to say now but I do um I went to two marches that we had locally. I mean, I couldn't have... They were literally a mile from my house. Um, so I don't pat myself on the back at all for that. But it was really cool to see because one of the protests was happening down the road. And my parents don't live in like a rich part. They live in a rich part of town. I'm not going to like deny that. We're not... We're in a house that everyone wants to tear down though. though. You know, like our... It's... I didn't grow up in a 
feeling like I was in a rich hood, but it has turned into that around us in the 20 or so years since my parents have lived here. And they chose this area to protest in because they're like, this is the richest area. This is the area that like doesn't have to deal with anything and can just ignore it if they want to. Because what happens in the city, like St. Louis is so fucking segregated, dude. It's, it's, it's not good here. And I'm a product of that. Like I, and I've said this before and I always felt uncomfortable saying it, but I, there are parts of my person, I, I feel like I am, like, I don't want to say I'm racist, but like, I think we're all racist. We all have these, um, Neil Brennan even did a video that was like, we're all racist or something like that, that I really loved. You should go watch it. Neil Brennan is doing some fantastic stuff. Um, but I feel like I'm a product of St. Louis and that I view black people differently and I get, I'm, I'm different around black people because I didn't grow up around them and it fucking is stupid, dude. And I'm, I'm trying to fight it. I don't want to be that way. I don't want to feel guilty about feeling different or feeling, you know, not in a bad way. If anything, I just feel like not cool enough or like they already hate me because I'm white, you know, like this bullshit that has stopped me from having deeper friendships because I have this this predisposition based on how I grew up. And I've, I've talked about it before and it's made me, I'm already very uncomfortable even talking about this, but I want to acknowledge that I have work to do. I do. And I'm, go- I'm truly going to do it. I'm like jazzed. I'm fucking jazzed about it. Um, I am. I think this needed to happen. I'm like, it's so funny to me though. It is so fucking hilarious to me though that, and some memes have like captured this of like, what's wrong with protesting racism? Like, we just don't want people to be racist. And that's a problem. Like, nothing anyone's asking for is that crazy. I I love the, I've been seeing defund the police and I'm like, oh, do we want to really like, I kind of like that I can call the police because I'm white and I'm not as scared of them. I am scared of police, but like not even in the same, I could never imagine how a black person must feel trying to imagine. But part of me is like, oh, we need the police. Um, Don't defund them. But then I read something that was like, we defund education all the time and there's, they're still cranking. You just got to put the money in the right place. You know, like that kind of made me realize that I got a lot of reading to do. I'm, I'm kind of an, uh, pretty ignorant about everything I'm talking about, but that's how I feel. Um, well, I had one other thing to say, but yeah, so that's my, I don't, it's not a statement, but I just had to obviously say something. The marches were, are beautiful though. They're really, you know, seeing all these fucking white St. Louisans out and seeing them very passionate about it. It felt different than the you just grow up in school like I was talking about they need to change the goddamn curriculum because you grow up and you learn about the civil rights movement and you learn about segregation you learn about slavery you learn about everything and then you kind of think think it's fixed like no one's telling you about systemic racism when you're in third grade like I legit wrote an essay about Martin Luther King Jr. in third grade I won $50 no brag but total brag um and I really loved his message. I had a, uh, a black teacher who just taught our class, like did a different lesson plan, taught us about um, black America. And 
I learned so much, but I really, even from her, I was like, it's done. I mean, I have a black teacher. I mean, that's, I go to school with black kids. Like, it's fixed. Like, there was this, like, idea that it was fine, that everything's fine now. And I think a lot of kids, white kids, get that. Of, like, it was bad then. You see the pictures. You see everything. And you're like, it's good now. And it's just not. So, I think it was nice for St. Louisans to, like, show up and show that it wasn't good. My sister and bro-in-law, we ran a half marathon today. Uh, talking about some of the whitest shit you could imagine. It wasn't for a cause. There was no race. My brother-in-law was just, he ran a marathon a while back. He's been badgering me since I've moved home. In the last couple of weeks, he's been like, when are we going to do that half, half marathon? I'm like, Matt, I don't run. The most I've ever run is seven miles. That was back when I was like an exercise bulimic. Every time I ate, I would have to like run to like, so I could eat again. Miserable existence. And I used to run seven miles on a goddamn treadmill. That's just torture at seven miles an hour too. I would like time it perfectly. So I would be running seven, seven miles an hour. Yeah. So I would do seven miles in an hour. So f like just exhausted. That's how I got a stress fracture in my foot. I was just addicted to it. It was worthless. So I've never run more than that. Not a single step more than seven. I would hit stop and be like done. And, um, and he's like, let's do 13.1. Fuck. I didn't give him his goddamn gift. I'm just realizing it. So yesterday or two days ago, he goes, well, let's do it Sunday. And I was like, okay, let's do it. I'll do it. I can do it. I mean, because I, he convinced me. He's like, if you run four miles a day, which I do run, and I, I don't run the same way of like, it's because I want to eat a cookie tonight. Like, I just like running. And you guys get it. Taylor Swift. So I, he was like, you run four miles a day. Just You just do that three times plus a little bit more. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's actually true. I could do it. And so we, we ran today. Um, and... It was wild. I went over to their place in downtown at like 7.30 in the morning and just the kids woke up the kids, which is so fun to see a baby wake up. Have you guys ever seen a baby wake up? Oh my God. There is a legit squirrel sleeping on a branch. I'm going to take a picture of it so you guys can see. I need you to see. This squirrel is like chilling on this branch like he's hugging it. He's real. He's lazing out. I think he wants me to pet him. Oh, or he wants to come. Oh, he's actually humping it. Never mind. He's on his way there. Um, that was a callback to when I said that I want to make small animals come. Whew. You know, before my whole speech about black lives. What? Whoa, he's, he's, oh no, he's back on. All right. Squirrel update. Uh, this just in from a local branch. Um, the squirrel has now itched its face. That's what it did. So anyway, I went down there and I saw a baby wake up and the baby's so cute when it wakes up. I'm waving to my neighbors. Hello. Um, and uh, they're just seeing me record a podcast on the front stoop of my parents' house, just outside enjoying. I should have said that. I'm outside if you can hear the birds. Um, the birds I want to make come so hard. <laughs> oh, at least I make myself laugh. So... I saw the baby wake up. She's so cute. Babies are so cute when they wake up. And um, I'm getting to know my nephew more. My nephew, like, wasn't crazy about me in the beginning, I don't think. Um, he just was skeptical. I'm in and out. I come in. I'm, like, wearing sunglasses all the time because I'm a movie star. I've been in a couple movies. No big deal. Um, you know, I'm just, like, no. I just feel like we never got a chance to really bond. He knows who I am. Um, because I think they like show him pictures of me and, and go like Nikki and like try to keep him updated with my life. 
he follows me on all the socials. He's three. So he does stay updated. Um, I got him on my mailing list. I don't have a mailing list. I should have a mailing list. But um, but now today I went and t- took a shower after my run because, okay, so we ran, we literally ran from downtown St. Louis out to the suburbs, 14 miles. You guys, I did it. 13.1, but then we walked the rest. And, and, and I was going back and forth because my sister joined us halfway through and she was running a little bit slow. So I, I would run ahead and get too far ahead. So I'd have to run back. So I probably clocked in at 14. And um, it was awesome. I went pee under a bridge while my brother-in-law guarded me. That was cool to just drop trow in the middle of the morning on, on a busy, busy road. That was pretty cool. My sister also peed later on, like, on a golf course in, in like, the middle of our local, like, our town. It was fun. And um, and my brother-in-law makes me laugh so hard. He brought, like, really fun, um, like, runner snacks, you know, those little gooey, th- just basically candy, gummies. Um, what else? It just was easy. I, I wish there was more to report. It wasn't that hard for me. We ran and we clocked in at like a nine forty-seven mile, so it wasn't. We weren't, you know, booking it. Um, and I did it, and I really think I could do a half marathon or a um, a full marathon because I just didn't feel that bad afterwards. But I was covered in in salt, covered, and so I had to take a shower. And um, my nephew was like, "I want to go," and um, I'm like, um, um, uh, he goes, where are you going, Nikki? But he says it very differently because he's, he's, his speech is like he, he talks in a code. He's not quite there yet with like full sentences and like really, he, full sentences, but it's just hard to understand. Um, it's funny. He's like super, he knows everything. He's just uh, waiting to talk and to, to make full sense. But he's the cutest thing. So he's like, I want to go in the shower. And I looked at, his parents his parents like no and they're like yeah yeah it's fine and I'm like I'm planning on getting naked in the shower I don't want to like have to remind you what a shower is but I'm gonna be in there you know clits out that's what I call it um and so what do I do with that and they were like it's fine and I was like really and I was like you know what maybe this will help me be less weird about sexuality and bodies and nakedness and like who cares you know so I get in there and naked in the shower with my naked nephew and it was really cute and like he let me wash his hair and he pee- he started peeing at one point he was holding his penis and he was just peeing on my feet which I thought was so funny and almost gave me the license to pee because literally every time I get into the, the shower I, I take a piss literally every time when I've taken with showers with boyfriends in the past it has been like have to I have to like shut off the desire to pee because you get to pee standing up. It's like the only time as a woman that you can really just let it all go. And, um, and so I had to hold it back, but I was also like, should I just pee on this kid? And then I thought that that might be a little R Kelly ish. So I held it in. Um, it was so cute. He peed on my feet. I just thought it was hilarious and adorable. Um, what else can I tell you? They, they just left. I had a great day with my family. I fucking love living with my family. Don't know when this is going to end. Um, but I'm not, I'm not looking forward to it ending. God, I have so much more to tell you guys. This was, the podcast is already over. Okay. So tuned in this week. I'm going to tell you about, I got so much more to give. So met a hot guy in my neighborhood. Um, don't know how that happened, but I will tell you the story. I'm just really hoping that he doesn't make it to the end of the podcast to hear this. He probably will. 
um because he's watched like all my specials since he found out like everything i've ever done i think he watched he sent me a picture of his dad watching my degenerate special and i'm like um i never want to look your dad in the eyes but um so that's fun uh hot hot neighborhood guy i'll tell you about that because that's a good story how that happened um i watched back to the future too i have a couple problems with it first off i've never seen back to the future i know i know I've never seen it. I don't know why. I've been on the ride at Universal Studios, one of my favorite experiences of my entire life. Turns out my dad remembers every second of that ride. He's like, then you go in the Arctic and you're looking for Biff's car and the the parts that like he remembered. Then they blast cold air in your face. I'm like, how do you remember every aspect of that one ride we went on in 1997? But he does. So I loved the ride. Never seen Back to the Future 2. Watched it last night. And I have some thoughts on that. First of all, why does Biff talk like that? Haven't seen one. Why does he talk like this? Like his body is trying to come out of his face. It's so annoying. He scares me so much. I think I never saw that movie because Biff scared me. Because I don't like how he screams and his skull looks like it's trying to come out of his face. And I know Tom Wilson who plays Biff. Nice guy. Um, But I just don't like how he moves in that movie. He moves like the guy from who I reference in Bangin'. You know the guy from Men in Black who the alien crawls in his body and he's like an alien in the inside and he's Vincent D'Onofrio's character? That's what Biff moves like. And I don't like it. And I kept asking my dad, like, is this a neurological disorder that happened in the first one? Like, why does he talk like that? No answers. So that's all I'm going to say about that. I also got another letter from a fan. I want to tell you about that. Um, I also want to tell you about a comment that Andrew Collins said to me the other night. I've been been actually uh, FaceTiming with Andrew with my parents Uh, every other night I would say and it's so fun and so entertaining and he just makes us laugh and then we go to bed so it's like honestly we'll be watching TV we'll be watching Netflix and like you know going through Netflix going through Hulu going through the fire Amazon fire stick looking for anything to watch and um, I'm like do you just want to call Andrew and then we just like get him on and like make fun of him for and then he like talks shit to my parents it's so funny Um, he calls my dad turtle head which is hilarious and uh, he acts like he wants to fuck my mom. It's just so fun. But then he made a comment that really uh, irritated. No, th- he made a comment that my dad doubled down on it. And I was like, no, no, no. I want to tell you about that. There's a lot to get through this week. We're going to be there uh, together every day this week, Monday through Friday. Can't wait for it. I will see you tomorrow on the show. Thanks for listening today. And thanks for taking a week off with me last week. Uh, squirt, squirt, eh, jackpot. Black Lives Matter. This has been a Comedy Central podcast.